Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. How are you doing today, Clive? Man, good morning, man. So you're in what part of North Carolina? I'm in Charlotte. Charlotte, oh man, I yeah, I, I I was so I lived in Greensboro for five years. I used yeah. to go. I uh, came down. I think it was Independence High School when the Leak Brothers <laughs> were down there. I got watched them play a couple times, so I'm I'm very familiar with Charlotte, somewhat familiar with Charlotte. But glad to be with you. Doing very well, and I, I got to tell you, you know, when you talk about uncovering aliens and things, I mean, I I swear our skies here in North Carolina are full of people watching us. You think so? Well, let's let's be honest. Dr. Greer, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he actually uh, does some of his CE5, you know, shout out to Dr. Greer. He does some of his uh, because those mountains, man, uh, I think it's the Appalachian Mountains, mm-hmm. uh, those mountains there, man, those, you know, once again, one of the areas, one of the things I've learned about uh, sightings is mountain ranges, mountain yes. ranges. There's some about these mountain ranges. I don't know, you know, if they have if they hold something or uh, but but some about mountain ranges in that area. Actually, you guys have a couple sightings in that area. Mm-hmm. What I love about what you what you put together in this documentary is the fact that we never have really thought about what life was like before Area 51. And and you give us that insight. Mm. Mm. I, that is wow. I never. uh when I got into this filmmaking, um, my my close colleagues, investors were like, stay away from Area 51. There's enough of that information. But on the flip side, living in Phoenix, Arizona, you know about certain historical things that have taken place that the rest of the, the, the nation, let alone the world, uh, does not know. So. When it comes to Phoenix, Arizona, pretty much was, uh, and I'll give you guys a little insider. It's pretty much the Area 51 before Area 51 took place. Now, <laughs> there's a connection that I'm going to make, which will be I'm actually doing Chapter 5 right now. And there is a specific highway. I'm going to just do this for North Carolina. There's a specific highway here in Arizona that was developed the same time that Area 51 went online. And it's a highway that doesn't really make sense in the valley uh, in Phoenix. It just doesn't make sense. You know, if you know the highway system, you know, there's the 10, there's the 17 going up in the Flagstaff, and then we have the 101 and the 202 that circle uh, the outer areas. But there's this one specific highway that went online the same exact time uh, Area 51 did, 
And there's just major connections, not only to this highway, but the mountain range that's connected to the highway. Mm. See, things like that, that, that that's why I, I love documentaries like yours, because we, because as we're moving forward, we should be looking over our shoulder, too, to find out about things such as that highway, because why? Why is that highway and what was its importance? Because it had to have served some. You, you don't waste money on building a highway. You don't. You sure don't. That man, huge point. And that highway was built to cover something. Um, I'm going to talk about that. um, And and I'll be honest, it's it's something that wasn't uh, extraterrestrial, but it is something that they are attracted to. Once again, I'm just doing this for North Carolina. And uh, in chapter five, I'm I'm once again, I'm looking at my laptop in my Final Cut Pro right now, but I am going to discuss this heavily. And and once again, we're here talking about origins, which is chapter two. Mm-hmm. So that lets you know there's three, four, and then five, which are all hopefully be out this year uh, when it comes to this series. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that Really, Arizona was a hidden gem, still is when it comes to military activities. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff that takes place. You know, you got to look at Travis Walton. Travis yeah. Walton happened in Arizona. The Phoenix Lights happened in Arizona. If you haven't seen Aliens Uncovered Origins, we talk about a specific sighting that produced the first UFO photos ever. Mm. And it happened a day before Roswell. Oh, my God. When you get that close, because you know there are people that travel out there to Area 51. There are conventions across the country. They they talk about what they read, but you are up close. I mean, you can literally touch it. Yeah. You know, Vegas, if you know, I'm, I'm so once again with Chapter 5, I'm, I'm interviewing somebody that actually films in the Las Vegas area in present day. Some of the information and videos that he he has sent me. Um, I, it, I don't even, I still can't wrap my head around what I'm seeing. Right. But, you know, seeing stuff in the sky here, mm-hmm. um, even traveling that highway, it, it's, it's almost every night, honestly yeah. speaking, you know, it's like seeing a gas station on a corner, pretty much, you know, you see this <laughs> all the time. And like I was explaining to some of the other shows that I was on, uh, it's the mountain range. When you look at the Kenneth Arnold sighting, when you look at Nome, Alaska, when you look at Vegas, Phoenix, um, even the ancient civilizations, uh, the Mayans, all the way down into Peru, these multiple locations that aren't even in the same country, they share the same mountain range. And once you understand that mountain range and, and just what it's about, You'll, you'll have a better understanding of why that range contains like 60 to 70 percent of the sightings that have taken place um, throughout history. Let's go in the direction of those mountains. How do we know that they don't serve as a highway to those who are traveling in space? Mm, I love where you're going with this, man. Um, these mountains produce. Uh, you familiar with the Book of Enoch? Mm-mm. No. So the Book of Enoch, I, I would definitely read up on that. But um, it talks about, once again, this is just for North Carolina. It talks about <laughs> how the angels, uh, the watchers would come from the heavens to earth. 
And one of the ways they would do that is Mount Hermon. And um, Mount Hermon, on the other side of the world, exactly, is Roswell. Really? Right? Yes, absolutely. Wow. This is 100% facts. So when you look at that and you sit back and, and ask this question, where do most militaries build their bases? Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So study up on the book of Enoch. That's that's a real uh, important part of history that uh, it, it gives you a lot of, of beginning information on, you know, because you got to look at it in present day. We use the word aliens. Right. But right. Right. We didn't use that word a thousand years ago. Right. Just like the word marijuana. We didn't use the word marijuana a thousand years ago. You can't find it anywhere. But you look up cannabis. Man, there's thousands of years of documentations, pictorial information, you know, healing traits, all that stuff. It's the same thing with aliens. What did we call them a thousand years ago? You find that name, you find a whole bunch of information. Do you find yourself being an architect or an archaeologist, someone who knows the story from the past because they're reaching out to you saying, you know my story, share it. So, um, I, uh, uh, I don't know if you... It, 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 if you've seen the first installment, which is Alien Cover, Aliens Uncovered, E.T. or Man-Made, um, living in Arizona, uh, especially coming out here in 85, uh, I was introduced to two gentlemen, really one at first. His name was Tom Collinborn, but he was a huge Lost Dutchman explorer. And um, that really uh, provided a direction because my father wasn't here, coming from South Philly to Phoenix. So that really... Uh, was something that captivated my mind, which was digging in the dirt, looking for the Lost Dutchman, which is a rare gold mine that's here in Arizona. And I eventually wanted to be an archaeologist. Uh, I pretty much lived my childhood dreams up until my mid-20s, uh, working in Rome. I've worked in Greece. I've worked uh, in Dominica. I've worked on some some pretty uh, uh nice sites, you know, like some real interesting stuff. But I took one business class in college and started photography, got into film and all this stuff. Now, present day, I'm really looping back around with my childhood dreams and just presenting this information in a uh, entertainment, but educating at the same time. Because once again, there's enough stuff that's pushing the fear and mm -hmm. One that I mean, it's easy to join that group. It's not hard, to <laughs> but it's 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 really challenging to to educate people, and they'll sit there and listen to it. And and my thing is, is I don't want you, I don't want to tell you what to think. Mm -hmm. I just want you to think. Just think about it. You know what I mean? Like that's the big thing. Think about what's going on. Here's here's a lot of the documentation. Now, you could take it from here and do what you please, but it, at least you have somewhere to start. If you mm -hmm. want to know about Harry Truman, you want to know about the CIA, you want to know about all these different aspects, here's the start. Now, you take this information and do, do what you please with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interpretation, though, doesn't that also bend the story, though? Yes, um, 100%, because... Um, and and. You'll see in this series that it's broken down 
uh, especially with chapter two, it, it ends, you know, wanting more. So in chapter three, which comes out July 4th, when it comes to the interpretation aspect, you really begin to understand and see the approach that I took on these first three there. They're really a continuation, but um, chapter three really gets you the, the, the idea of the, the information that is presented leading up to uh, my very first sighting, what really got me into this, which was the Phoenix Lights that took place in March of 97. Wow. The information that you hold on to, let, let's just say that for, for some way and reason, all of a sudden we prove that aliens are real. Doesn't that change religion? Absolutely, man. That is... Once in some of the shows that I spoke with, you know, it, it's you have to rewrite history. Um, yes. You find that religion, uh, there's, it's all one story. It's just broken down and changed based off of, of that group of individuals. So, yeah, there's a lot that has to be, you know, you got to wonder where uh, the, the, the Vatican, right? You know, that would be something that, you know, I would be concerned about because all that art that we have considered uh, very rare and, and valuable, does it does it really hold, hold that same uh, sense, meaning, purpose? Uh, because once again, history has to be rewritten. Now, there are some historical photos that actually show, and I'm talking like uh, one of them in particular, it's, it's the Virgin Mary mm-hmm. and it's like UFO that's above the ground. And and once again, you know, it seems like some of these artists talked about um, maybe their experiences and they expressed that in an artistic way. Um, but it does seem like at some point uh, in history, especially, you know, hundreds of years ago, centuries ago, um, they were putting this information out there. So some points of it, may become invalid but you know once again uh there there is some truth historically about what's been going on and what's been visiting this planet in your travels have you ever been up to montana the big sky country that's the state that i'm I'm originally from but just to stand underneath that sky at midnight it's almost like you were given a photograph of universes that are so far and it's like it wants to speak directly to you Mm, are you familiar with the montana vortex the, what happens up there? Because I mean, are you talking about the the Northern Lights or? No. So you asked about Montana, but there's a Montana vortex. I'm actually a, funny you're even talking about this. We are planning a trip up to Montana. There's this location. It's called the Montana vortex. It's like yeah. Sedona. We have a vortex here, but in this Montana vortex area where you can go camp out, um, they. They pretty much have what they say is photograph and video evidence of a quote unquote Bigfoot. I know this sounds crazy, (laughs) but they also have said that this Bigfoot is an interdimensional being. So what they said was that they have video evidence of this thing just materializing out of nowhere and they were in this house. And they said that it was so big and, and the, the ranch that they described was, you know, it, it was a pretty large area. 
And they said the thing took two steps inside of the the, the home ranch and was gone. And we're wow. talking thousands of square feet. Um, and they have video evidence of this. So we're actually going to go out there. We're going to set up some night vision cameras. And I'm hoping, because I know they're doing a documentary as well, I'm hoping to actually, you know, see some of this footage uh, uh, prior because it's something that Lord knows I want to believe it. And uh, it would make sense. It would make sense in the instance of why Bigfoot is so elusive and nobody can really see this creature uh, because it can materialize. That, That just makes so much sense to me. But I want to see the footage, the footage first before I begin to put out any opinions on the, the this vortex. I mean, to me, it sounds like something that's around Lewistown, Montana, or it's over around. It's got to be around Bozeman or even Livingston. Where can you say where it is? Um, it so I can say where it is. The only thing is, is I don't have the information in in front of me, but I can get you uh, that information here. Uh, you know, before the day's end. But um, I, I do know, once again, it, you just kind of bought it out of nowhere. I wasn't even expecting to even talk about it. But you asked about the Montana skies. And now that you said that, I'm going to have to look up because when it comes to vortexes and just really uh, intense amounts of energy that are coming from the earth, the one thing that that points to those are, are what is called ley lines. Are you familiar with ley lines? Mm-mm. So ley lines are ancient trails of safe passage that Hopi, certain just ancient. When you look at the structures like Stonehenge, you look at uh, the pyramids, certain megaliths, they are all on this, this pattern of this line. So they use these ley lines, how they were able to track the energy from the earth, I have no idea. But they they discovered these ley lines and safe passage. And then from there, what happens if a ley line crosses, that's typically where you have a vortex. So Montana, Skinwalker Ranch is another one. This is how they they push, they push this. And I get it as far as the entertainment purpose. You know, they're chasing around and all this stuff, but you know, it it's you just can't say these are ley lines and they cross here. And that just the show is done with. We know what's going on there. But Sedona has one as well. There's a Sedona vortex here. Um, you know, if you've ever visited Sedona, Arizona, huge alien tourist UFO. You know, that's why people love Sedona so much, because it's like a it's literally like another planet while you're living on Earth. You know what I mean? The colors change, people change, the topics change, the night sky, everything is completely different. So these areas that have these vortexes are typically where ley lines cross um, and the concentration of energy is just much higher than anywhere else. So I'm going to have to look at the sky when I go up there. (laughs) Clive, you've got to come back to this show anytime in the future, man. I love how deep we get into these talks. Hey, man, I'm with it, man. Anytime you want me to come talk to you, just let me know I'm there. All right, man. Will you be brilliant today, okay? I appreciate you. You do the same. Thank you. Thank you, sir.